is about how professionals conduct themselves. They dress a certain way, avoid gossip, or refuse to discuss private matters with their colleagues unless it is relevant to their ability to do their job. Even in today's modern and relatively relaxed work environment, I often hear the term professional applied to people who adhere to these standards. But after almost 35 years of life as a professional, I have found that in the new era of the global economy, where every person's actions have the potential to have a global impact, whether good or bad, we must redefine what it means to be a true professional. The word professional has been around for a long time, and its origins are even older. Its root dates back to AD 1175 to 1225, to the Latin word professio, which means an oath taken upon entering a religious order. The reason we need to appreciate the origin of the term is that we live amid scores of qualified engineers, doctors, nurses, architects, lawyers, journalists, sportspersons, and accountants who believe that being a professional is merely a means of earning a livelihood. Just another way to get ahead in life, to seek and create further material comfort and eventually enjoy retirement. For such people, a professional is someone who gets an educational qualification to land a job, then a coveted assignment or posting, followed by a bunch of accelerated increments and promotions. But in my view, a professional, especially now, is something more. Today, it is not enough for someone to just be able to do a job in order to qualify for his title. He or she not only must be able to accept responsibility for their own work and actions, but also must understand how that work and those actions will translate to the rest of the world. Although every country, industry and company has its own code of conduct, there is no institution large enough or powerful enough to make sure each of us is behaving in the best way possible. Today, more than ever before, we must embrace the traditional meaning of the word professional and take a personal oath, promising we will do our best. We will bring our knowledge, skills and attitude to make a difference to others and to regulate ourselves. And this does not apply to thought leaders or men and women in suits. You could be a software engineer, a cosmetologist, an intellectual property lawyer, or, for that matter, a publicist. For some of you, the doctors, lawyers and journalists, for instance, your profession has existed for a long time and therefore you probably already operate under a set of guidelines that has been long established. But for others, your profession may not have existed a hundred years ago. Every decade is throwing up brand new professions the world over. On one hand, professionals in their respective fields are expected to be experts in their own disciplines, to understand the nuances and, at the same time, be able to work in tandem with their counterparts in other professions. But most important, they must be able to work across borders. There has been an explosion in the world of professions, and yet there is still no system in place that can train people how to be true professionals. No matter how much education or training you have, there is no instruction manual that tells you how to approach every problem, communicate with different people, and respond to change. As a result, most of us simply bumble our way into the critical, multifaceted understanding that separates a professionally qualified, technically competent individual from a handful of true professionals. 
But there is another challenge to being a professional today. This is the fact that we work globally. Even those of us who don't travel for work often have to communicate with those halfway around the world. And of course, our reliance on international trade means we can easily be affected by an event that occurs or begins abroad. Consider Ishani Mohapatra, who studied chemistry and specialized in non-edible flavoring agents. She completed college in Mumbai, India, but today works as a fragrance development manager at a company called International Flavors and Fragrances Incorporated in Utrecht in the Netherlands. She works as part of a globally dispersed team that helps create new detergent fragrances for one of her company's clients, Procter & Gamble. Or there's my chartered financial analyst, Leslie Davis, who advises me on international tax issues. Davis lives in California, but his clients all over the world who turn to him